What would it take to convince you that your body is the most incredible healing system ever created? What would it take for you to put your faith in its design to heal itself instead of relying on drugs and other interventions? The, the model of healthcare we have, yeah. it's exactly what you just described. We're, we, we, our last 12 years of our life are not quality years of life. We're living yeah. on dope pills, potions, lotions. Okay? Yeah. It's time to take our health back. If we're going to try to figure out and, and, and manipulate the body, it's a fool's game. I see you know, pharmacies that can call themselves wellness centers now. It's really become watered down. It's really become confusing. When we talk wellness, when we talk lifestyle, we're talking what is the environment you're putting your body in or inside of you that's gonna it's gonna just affect you our way is simply not working even with all our medical advances and technology we are getting sicker we spend more than we spend on military we spend more on anything it's it's, it's 18 percent of our gdp on healthcare. yet we're getting sicker and do we really think that more drugs and more tests and more that's gonna be that's gonna how we're gonna get there yeah, it seems overwhelming but there is hope this is the Design to Heal podcast. I can't think of anybody that I've met in the, in the last 15 years that's come in and said, awesome, I'm on all these drugs and I feel great. It usually goes something like, can you help me yeah. get off of all this crap, yeah. right? The first thing I have to do is teach them that they're designed to heal. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Design to Heal. This is Jeff McLaughlin hosting as always, and I've got Dr. Ben with me. Dr. Ben, say hey. Hey. All right, man, you're taking over today because you got a topic, you a got a bit. book in your hand and you got some ideas in your head and I feel like uh, I'm being dragged into a mystery right, and I'm, we're going to have some right. fun though. So what do we got going on today, man? Well, you know, funny enough, Jeff, and I'm glad we're, you know, we've had a lot of guests on the shows over the last months and we love doing that. And I, I do that for different reasons. Sometimes it, this is just full transparency, Jeff, right? I mean, it lends credibility to people sometimes, Absolutely. right? You know, Absolutely. so with, with, I don't, you know, they may, you ever had this happen where you say something, you know, you can say something a hundred percent true, but because you're Jeff and not Dr. Bob, because you know I'm, I mean, because I'm dad, because your dad, you know, there you go. Right. Or your spouse, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Mom says it. And it's like Einstein just spoke, you know, so dad many, says yeah. it, like, who's this guy? So many people come into the office and they're like, I've been telling my husband that for 20 years. Now you say it. So we don't really care how we get there. And so I love having those guests on, but we of actually course. have had quite a bit of feedback that says, Hey, I love the guests, but we, we love you guys too. And yeah. so, you know, we're going to be doing a series of shows here that are kind of back to the original design, if yeah, you will. Man. And thank uh, you, by the way, we love you too. Yeah, right? we are right. Which is just <laughs> us talking through kind of concepts, you know, and, and, and we feel like it maybe is the way, you know, a lot of people are wrestling with this and yeah, to try yeah. to get to a place of better understanding. And, and I hope to, I just, if I could say something real quick, I hope the listeners understand, like we really do enjoy this. Like oh, I, yeah. I hope you get that sense when we're just talking and dialoguing and kind of learning from each other and everything. Like we love doing this. So always hope that that's a benefit to the audience and it sounds, sounds like it is. So in that spirit, let's keep going, man. Absolutely. So I do have a little <clears throat> bit of an agenda today and not, you know, not too you much. You me a flu shot? What are you doing? No, not good. No, but, but I, I have a book that I, you know, I, I, I think I've had it for a while, but I, I hadn't read it. I mean, I'm a pretty crazy reader. I'm yep. reading a lot of books, but, yep. um, this one, for whatever reason, either fell through my crack. I don't know. Anyway, I picked it back up and it's great title. Um, that's why I bought it, but sure. it's called the American healthcare paradox. Okay great title and a paradox right. it is and you know now it's a few years old so it's a 2013 book so at the okay. speed of healthcare medicine nowadays i don't want to say any of it's outdated mm -hmm. unfortunately if anything it's just gotten worse so sure. some of the numbers are you know actually it's even worse but but they raised some concepts in here that um, well who are they first who are the authors on this yeah so if you don't mind. the authors are dr bradley and taylor mm -hmm. um they come more from a social social sciences world jeff okay um work at the national institute of health so no slouches yeah. okay these yeah. are academics yeah. these are um, people that are heavy on the data um 
don't really have a dog in the fight in the sense of um, not really selling anything, yeah, not yeah. really matter of fact that, you know, their, their story just real briefly, as far as it's described in the book, I don't know them personally, but just yeah, describing yeah. in the book, you know, is they're just trying to ask the same questions we are. How can we spend so much money on healthcare yet we get the worst results. And this is you, Jeff, when I say that, you know, just for us to, you know, you're sitting in front of me, you know, when we, when we literally look at the, the graphs that they put in here, right. That shows, you know, the United States spending the most, Yet, you know, we're ranked in the last, you know, the last part of it. Yeah, our rate of return, I know, is... You know, it's crazy. Horrible. It's not It's not like, you know, we don't make these statistics up, you know, so... So they've got a book here, essentially, as sociologists that are comparing us to sort of the rest of the world or other models found around the world. Is well, that correct? There, yeah, so there yeah. was this big kind of, say, landmark study, but there was this big study that came out essentially in 2011 yeah. that was saying, you know, you know... This is crazy. It found that United States health standing compared to other countries declined between 1990 and 2010. So literally, as we're spending more and more and more, we've kept getting sicker and sicker. And they're kind of looking at it going, how is this possible? <laughs> you know, I mean, right. You know, that was the Isn't question. Isn't that the how many trillion dollar question, right, Ben? Yeah. And so this is a part of the book, Jeff, and it was written by Harvey Feinberg, a medical doctor and a PhD, and he's the president of the Institute of Medicine. Okay. Okay. So I, again, this is almost like we talk about when we bring guests on. Um, I mean, I, I share this with you because yeah. if you think that I'm crazy, yeah. you know, we've done episodes on this before and yep. I still don't know if we've resolved the fact if I am or not at this point, <laughs> but <laughs> Harvey, Harvey Feinberg yeah. agrees with us. Yeah. Okay. Probably not on everything. Yeah. I'm sure I don't want to put words in Harvey's You're mouth. Right, okay. Right, but right. when I read what Harvey's written here, I go, yeah, um, that I agree with it. And he says, so a couple of things that he says is, um, you know, one lesson is abundantly clear. We cannot attain superior health results by continuing to outspend others on medical care, period. And then he says, we've already tried that and it didn't work. Yeah. So this is like a, this is a paradigm shifting statement. If, if I could just take a little, you know, uh, liberty on this, he's yeah. basically saying, if we think we're going to keep just doing more drugs, more tests, more surgeries, and spending more, and we're going to get, his words, superior health results, he says, that won't work. It's definition of insanity. Because we've already done that. Yeah. So listen, folks, when we're sitting here right now, you know, I want you to, so this is why when, you know, we find out mom's having a new surgery or uncle Bob's going to have this immediately, my red flag goes up because I go, well, history has said that doesn't work well. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not a real big believer that it's going to work better now just because, you know, 10 days went by, Right. you right. know, um, you know, have you ever had a, a disagreement with your spouse, Jeff, and it didn't get resolved and maybe you're perfect at that. I'm not. And so then <laughs> weeks, your days go by and you're in, and, you know, and your wife says, well, I'm still upset about this. We haven't even talked about this yet. You know? So it's like, well, okay, shoot, we got to do this. You know what I mean? Um, I won't make you answer that one. On well, here. she tells me it's been resolved. So I think it must have, you know, that's all. I so one of the, <laughs> so there is, so as we, Look at this, okay? So their their statement, Jeff, which I thought was really interesting, their position, and they call it the American... So the, 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 the healthcare paradox they're talking about is how is it that we do the most of what you call healthcare and we are sicker because... That's the paradox. That's the paradox. It'd be like saying, let's put it in different terms. That'd be like saying, we went to this community. They had no fire stations. They were having 10 fires a year. We built five fire stations. Now they're having 50 fires and more people are dying. This seems weird. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of the the that's the you know the the subject matter at hand. Got it. So the position that they took was, and I and this is why I resonated with the book. They basically said, "We're we're leaving so much out of the equation of healthcare." So yeah, we spend a lot on heart surgeries. Yeah, we spend a lot on diabetes and kidney failure and you know drugs and all this kind of stuff. They said. But and almost a better way of titling this book, Jeff, is what do we not spend money on? Where do we not invest? And one of the graphs that they put in here, Jeff, when you add in other countries and what they spend on what we would probably call wellness, they kind of call it social services okay. in here, right? Sure. You know, housing for homelessness and yeah, nutrition yeah, and yeah. these social programs. Now, please, I know this is a hot topic. I'm not talking socialism here. You know, I mean, I don't going down there, I'm just simply saying when you add in how other countries care for their population of people, we spend very little on that in America, as much as this is maybe hard to believe, okay, compared to other nations. Right. And because of that, so when you add the amount they spend on social programs, there's a point to what I'm saying here, Jeff, then you actually find that the United States doesn't spend, there's actually countries that spend more than us. Okay. I could believe that. So the point is we're spending money on the wrong things. Okay. Does it just yeah. by chance, does yeah. it list what we are spending the most on? I mean, I'm assuming it's military. Oh no. Well, no, I'm, not even, I'm actually just talking healthcare. This is all in a healthcare oh, it's conversation. Only healthcare. Yeah, they talk I'm about. Only okay. talking healthcare. Okay. So, so, so they're for, making subcategories of that then and saying, okay, basically uh, saying, right. so how do you care? You know, how do you care for elderly? How do you care for yeah. your homeless? How do you care for your, you know, un, you know, un, unnourished, yeah. you know, yeah. food deserts, those types of yeah. stuff. And so what they're saying is, but what we've all we've done is we're, we're essentially, they tell a lot of stories in here, Jeff. So it's the guy that is diabetic, that can't have access to his medicine, right. is living in poverty. So he has poor food options to him, has bad housing. So he walks and his feet get infected because he has bad shoes. Okay. So here we give him a prescription there. They look at the holistic picture. We give him a prescription. He he ha he can't get there because he doesn't have transportation. It's too expensive to get it if he gets there. It, they make it so cumbersome to even right. get there. Right. He falls through the cracks and then he just ends up in the emergency room for ten thousand dollars to get his toes right. amputated. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. now that's a now again these are kind of extremes. Okay. And I'm and I'm and I'm walking through this ben, a little ben, bit. How extreme is that really though? Come on. No. No. I'm. I'm I'm, I don't want to be accused of cherry picking data. Oh, that's to fair. Prove a point, okay, okay. All right. I got that. I, got I, that. I just mean, you know, because but just it's these stories happen. They do it, happen. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, kinda, the the interesting tone about this, Jeff, is it talks about in America we really have this foundational core of this rugged individual, right? You know, that just, that's our almost our a self made man I'm and a all self -made that kind of stuff. Man yeah, sure. We'll do it by myself and pull yourself up with your bootstraps. And I have certainly some level of appreciation for that at times in our lives. Yeah, but yeah. I, if anybody's lived any length of life, I think we all realize we desperately need other people. And well, look, you know. the Beatles said it, right? I get, I get by with a little help from my friends. I think is how that goes down. You know, and I don't care who you are. Like I'll pick holes through any person who declares themselves to be a self-made man. Right. Right. Everybody, everybody got somewhere on the shoulders of someone else to some degree or another. I have to share this funny story. I've got a good friend that listens to this and he'll sure. laugh when he hears this. Um, a pastor, my pastor was sharing a story. He, he had a picture that he keeps one of his favorite pictures and you've probably seen it, Jeff. And uh -huh. it says it's got a t turtle sitting on a post. Yeah. Right? And he you know, he keeps that because to him, it reminds him, you know, when you see a turtle on a post, what do you know? <laughs> He didn't get there by himself. That's right. Right. Something, somebody put him there. Right. Yeah. So that reminder. So it's funny. I was yeah. telling a friend that I, I, cause my wife actually gave me a picture of that and I kept it in my room and it was a reminder to me that, of that. And I was telling that to a friend one time, like, Hey, you know, and he's like, 
what I said, well, what do you think if you see a Trump post? He go, well, what a dumb idiot that's stuck on a post now. And I was like, oh no, like, no, he got, he, he needed help getting there, you know? So they totally missed the, the metaphor. We laugh about but, it. But, but, you know, it's funny, not that your friend was going that route, yeah. but there are people who even by saying that thing, you're not a self-made man, will still work up constructs to justify how they still hold that position. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. You're not going to change that thought. All right. So we're, we're not going to speak to those people. We're going to speak to the rest of us who have a, I'm going to say a heart of gratitude for those who have helped them and, yeah. and, and are not offended by the fact that I said that that is not an insult to say, what a wonderful thing that you had a community around you that helped you know make you who you are. Right. Well, yeah. So, so as we, <laughs> and this is where Jeff, I want to just, it's worth a little bit of a walk down memory lane here. And, what, and by the way, it's yeah. what makes us worth being human in my opinion. If we don't need anybody else, right, and even going further, I what remember. What are you here for? So here is here is a little bit of it, though. There's, you know, as we've gone, I'm just going to kind of use the last hundred years, okay. Jeff. And this, and this book does a good job of kind of going down, how do we, kind of how did we end up here? And so there's programs today in the United States that were highly contested and maybe almost never saw the light of day that now you take for granted. And even if you're very conservative and things like that, you'd still sure, think, so sure. I'm, I'm going to use Medicare and Medicaid as yep, an example. Yep, so yep. when those were first being introduced and kind of brought in, there was a lot of heavy, heavy, I mean, this was during wartime and this was seen as communist and lots of intense stuff, right? But now you'd be hard pressed to probably remove that from our culture, right? You would be, you know, you'd be seen as, you know, what do you mean you're going to take away grandma's insurance, you know, or whatever, right? And those people that need Medicaid and things. So, so here's my point. My, but listen to me, I'm, I am very much a person about personal responsibility, so don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. I simply want to have entertain this conversation that we've ended up in certain places, and there's probably things we already do that, that you haven't even really thought about, okay, that are kind of fall in line with social care, okay? Yeah. What I struggle with in healthcare is where we've gone beyond social care and we've removed ourselves from that, and what we've gotten instead, Jeff, is just basically... Um, basically we've panned it off any sort of responsibility to big business. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. so now it's like, I don't even think about my healthcare because what those, to me, the social programs are talking about Jeff is education and value for wellness. I'm going to, I'm going to steal it that way. That's okay. not how they yeah. articulate yeah. it. Yeah. They're just saying the end game of Bob ending up in the hospital with no support system, no resources, no, you know, whatever. That guy doesn't do well. So we know that. Let's not believe artificially or in some illusion that if we just get him the right pill, the right drug, and the right surgery, that they're going to magically now have a functional life. You've heard those stories, Jeff, of you know the people that win the lottery. They win you know ten million dollars or something, and then they're broken a year, two years two later, years, yeah. something like that. Uh -huh. Because I don't, you know, there's different ways of taking that, but basically they never became the person that. Well, it's, uh, there's athletes out there that have been yeah. in the same boat. You yeah, know? it's good. Another, made good made a hundred million dollars in their career and don't have anything to show for it. Like whatsoever. Tyson, I remember, you know, I remember yeah. that, you know, and all yeah. the, anyway, yeah. all these stories. Yeah, but you're right. The point is when we, when we are thinking through healthcare, we have to evolve or, or, or broaden our understanding of things that have really important impacts on health and give them the appropriate value. Let's use, let's use um, diabetes as an example, Jeff is m medicating, you know, diabetes. We use a cliche example with insulin is that's a totality of diabetes care. It shouldn't be. 
right? I would hope not. So, <laughs> yeah. so, but if we're going to just give a little lip service to the other, but really no, give no resources to it, not actually fund it, not actually educate people, not actually give it the valued conversation it deserves. Yeah. If dentists never told you about brushing your teeth, yeah. never talked about flossing, matter of fact, downplayed it and said it was radical, weird, and alternative. And the only thing you can do is come to me when your teeth hurt so I can drill out your mouth and give you $5,000 in dental work. And that was our totality of dental care. That would be weird. Absolutely. But Absolutely. instead, we've said the dental industry or something has said, no, let's teach you how to care for that. Let's give actually more value to prevention. You yep. only come to me once or twice a year. Yep. The rest of it happens in your bathroom. Yep. Okay, right? So what we need to do in healthcare and what this book is suggesting is we need to broaden our viewpoint of what encompasses health and not just what hospital has the best procedures, where can I get my cheapest drugs, what's my lowest copay, and instead say, what's my social network look like of my friends and my family? Yeah. What am I yeah. reading, eating, digesting, thinking about on a daily basis? Yeah. What's my stress of my job look like? Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is my yeah. how am I doing life? Right? How am I doing yeah. life? And when yeah. you now this book, you know, makes some arguments that you know, uh, you know, that should be funded by potentially government or something like that. I don't really have that discussion. I'm saying I don't care how you fund it per se. I don't know that answer. Just it try needs to, to be done. Get That's it in your point. life. Yeah. Uh -huh. Right. So whether yeah, you know, I'm not expecting the government to give me my social circle. Yeah. I'm not expecting my yeah. government, the government, to pay for my food choices. Yeah. Okay. However, this so this book says when we when we they they would make the assertion that they unraveled the paradox. The paradox was almost an illusion. The paradox is we we weren't measuring everything. We were we were only measuring you know, the ambulance at the bottom of the hill, Jeff, and we never even considered areas where we put signs up that said curve ahead, <laughs> right? Slow down, yeah, have a yeah, speed limit. Yeah. And so if we're not even going to look at that and we're only going to say, how many people fall off the cliff? 10. How did we treat them? We surgeried them. How'd they do? Okay. Well, let's try to find better ways to do surgery yep. and, yep. Yep. you know, get, and so because that cycle, Jeff, is on a runaway train, like that book from the, the president of the Institute of Medicine says. We've done that, and it hasn't worked. Meaning, right. we're kind of, what, what are you going to do? More surgeries all the time? More heart surgeries? That method is not going to get us to health. He's saying we need to now radically shift our view of health and realize it's not about the surgery. Mm. It's not about how I can get cheaper drugs delivered to my house by a drone. It's not about sending my blood in and getting my blood test done by, you know, the DNA so they can cut my breasts off, yep. pre, pre, you know. Yep. And yep. again, I know I'm getting a little fired up here. It's right. saying, it's turning the whole, it's like shifting. It's like, it's like looking up, Jeff, at the, the cliff and going, well, why are they driving off at the start with? Well, there's, you know, there's no, we don't have headlights. We don't have a <laughs> curve rail. We don't have, yeah. Yeah. And, and you, when you, and you have that light bulb moment, you go, oh my gosh, because this is what, the last little piece here, Jeff, and I want you to beat it up a little bit. Ask me some questions. The point is, you. I think people think, well, there's nothing you could have done about the heart attack, the surgery, the cancer, the diabetes, the arthritis, the fill, fill in the blank, right? And again, the published research from people way smarter than me would say nothing could be further from the truth. Lifestyle is the most important thing. Our day, how did you say the way we're doing life? Is that how you yeah, said doing it? Doing life, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. The way you're doing life, Jeff. That's my theme this month at the office. Is I say, what's your health plan, right? And I say health plan. I don't mean what's a card in your wallet. I don't mean who your doctor is. I mean what's your daily choices. Okay, so if if I'm gonna beat this up a little bit, it's kind of hard to beat it up. But I'm gonna I'm gonna just um, let let's get it further unpacked. Okay, let, let me start at ground zero. Yeah, Ben, you asked that question. 
what is your health plan? Right. These guys are advocating that the American paradox or American healthcare yeah. paradox is a paradox and it's an issue. Um, what do you first of all, what do you think based on your experience and, yeah. you know, what do you think most people would answer or how do you think they would answer that question? What is your health plan? So I've done not this. your people, yeah. not your people, well, I, maybe your people, too. I don't yeah, know. I go with it, too, yeah. because I mean, they're the ones I get to interact with a lot. And, okay. and it, it just exposes again, I think, Jeff, and um, for most people, most and I've literally done this over the years with patients and I'd say, what's your health plan? Okay. And most would most look at you like their head tilts to the side a little bit. right? And they go, <laughs> it's that puppy dog. Yeah. Look the- <laughs> they kind of go, I mean, I don't, huh? I mean, I don't really have one. And it's usually followed by something like this. I, I, I just hope, I hope I, I knew that word hope was yeah, coming in there. I hope I, I, hope I, I don't get sick. Yeah. I hope I don't get cancer. Yeah, I hope I, I don't, just, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I hope I, hope I'm, like, like, like Ben, I got a raffle ticket and I hope yeah. they don't call, I hope they don't yeah. call me this time. Yeah. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. It's a crapshoot. And, and, and I think about that and I, and I think what's so weird to me, Jeff, and this goes back to earlier episodes where yeah. how we've allowed that to be a satisfactory answer in healthcare. I mean, I think me and you both have kids. If I said to my kids, I don't know if, if my son said, I want to go to this college and I would say, Oh, how do you plan on doing that? And he said, I, I hope. I hope they call me someday and invite me over, <laughs> you know, or the, you would just go, well, it doesn't yeah. really work like that. Yeah. Right. I hope so too, buddy, but that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> and again, listen, I'm a fan of hope, Jeff. I believe hope is a foundationally important thing, um, but we don't want to be delusional. Okay. And just so just tell them to call some of those Hollywood parents and get about uh, what half a million dollars. I'm sorry. Is oh, that yeah, too right. soon? Yeah. <laughs> is right. Too the, soon? Uh, or however that was. Yeah. Be on the rowing team or something like that. Um, so here, to your point, uh, though, Jeff, terrible. The, the thought behind the thought there is how have we gotten to a place where even people that are trying to engage in their health have still relegated it up as if it's this wild game of chance that they, and sometimes I tease those people and depending on the mood I'm in the day, I'll say something like, well, then if you believe that, why are you even bothering being here? Because you actually must believe a little bit that you have some influence because if you didn't, you wouldn't even bother. Okay, influence. Let me talk about yeah. that for a second because I want to pick through that with you as well. Think about this, man. You know, we get these messages all the time that, you know, we just life is going to throw us whatever it's going to throw at us. Like, it's very fatalistic. Now, let, let's be fair. We, we have to concede some of that. Absolutely. Okay? I don't know that I'm making it home driving today from this office. Right. Yeah. Okay. I hope and pray that I do. Sure. But I'm going to tell you this, Ben. I, I will not discount the fact that I have a part to play in that. Going to stop at okay? stoplights. Right. Of course. You know, going to obey the laws. I'm going to obey will. the laws. I'm going to use common sense. I'm going to use all of the senses that this wonderful body I have are designed with. Yep. Right. Which means, yeah, you know what I can't do? I can't use a sense of, um, of anticipation, for example, if I'm texting and driving. Right. right. I can't I can't shoot my eyes up to the rearview mirror every right. couple of seconds here, especially when I'm coming to a, a traffic light stopping from 50 down to zero to make sure that somebody's right. paying attention behind me and you're right. not going to rear end me or something. I can't do that if I'm, you know, all these Could other have things. have a six pack of, of, of beer. Right. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things that you actually have. Like, I, in, in other words, what I'm trying to say is I think that people have written off their control of anything entirely. Right. And and have have discounted the fact that they have they're a lot more in control and in the driver's seat, if you will, yeah. no pun intended, of um, of their lives more than they give themselves credit for. So, and, and, and we're just, same being true for their health. As I was going to say, just as we're going to talk about health, so so Jeff, the the I quote it often, and there's plenty of examples to use, and I don't really care which one you want to use and what the actual number is. But um, one of the former secretaries of health actually says he calls he said that um, what we have in the United States is this was his words diseases for dummies, and he said eighty five to ninety percent of the diseases. So the diseases that we're talking about, Jeff, yeah, yeah. eighty five to ninety percent of those diseases 
are diseases. He called them the diseases for dummies because okay. he said it's we do them to ourselves. Yeah, it's the way we eat, the way we think, yeah. the way we move, yeah. that type yeah. of stuff. So we've um. I, I remember when we did some work in Africa and, and we were talking with some of the doctors and people down there, and they said in in the United States you have diseases of excess. In the in in Africa, he said we have diseases of insufficiency. Right, we are dying because of stuff we don't have. In U.S., you guys have so much. His was his words. Right, you're you're eating so much junk. You're so slothful and lazy. Yep. You know yep. you're having diseases of excess. Yep. And yep. so Jeff, here's my point. To your point, I think what we've done is we've said, well, yeah, we have a little bit of influence in it, but it's like whatever, not that much. So why bother? Yeah. When that yeah. when, when reality yeah, is that happens going to happen. That's right? yeah. just not true. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to yeah. flip that perspective back yeah. to a better place and a better viewpoint. I don't know yeah. what percentage percentage we have about our about driving home tonight. I would actually say I have more influence on my physical health than I do on my safety in a car. I don't know. You know, I don't know how to probably do that true. math. Yeah, probably but true. But there's a, thousands of other drivers going way fast. They could T-bone me at any the moment. the mechanics of your car, for crying out loud. I guess an engine is a like, little explosion factory, right? Yeah. It could blow up, you know. You know yeah, so I mean, my, there's a lot of things that can go health, wrong, right? Yeah. I get to decide what I feed myself. Agreed. I get to decide how I move. I get to Agreed. decide to some degree the thoughts in my mind. I mean, I have a lot that I can do. So to sit there and then, but here's the crazier part, Jeff. So this is what compounds the problem. Uh-huh. So... Not only what you just said there, so not only saying I don't have much control, okay, now add to that that I now hand it over to something with the illusion that that thing has tremendous control or influence, yes. i.e. Yes. a pill, i.e. So yes. the perspective is, oh, well, I can't do much about my health. They labeled me with something. The only thing I can do that will have an effect is that pill or that drug or that surgery. Right. That's right. when we're in this, that's a real paradox right, right. there. That's right. the paradox. Right. How have we swallowed that belief or that pill, metaphor, you know, pun intended, how have we believed Nothing I can do about my health, but by golly, this drug or, you know, fill in the blank, right? And again, the Institute of Medicine president's already spoken to this. He said, that hasn't worked, and I've got the hard published data to show that. But again, like we've talked about in previous episodes, propaganda is one powerful tool. All right, I think that's a good place to just stop for a second, get a breather, take a break. We'll reset some things, come back even stronger. You are listening to Design to Heal. All right, we're back here on Design to Heal. Jeff with Dr. Ben here, just having this discussion on this paradox, if you will, of American healthcare. And uh, man, great conversation already. I think part of what we have to do and part of the motivation of why we do this show, right, is to give you a platform, um, to me, a lesser extent, just to be able to say to people like, know what you're up against, know that they're speaking to you in this way and know that and question it, you know? I mean, this is a crazy thing, Ben. Most people, do not like the idea. Like, let, let's just consider not to get political, but let's just talk about voting habits of people. Okay, sure. Okay, I think for the majority of people out there, they don't want to be out of control over different things. They don't want to give yet another thing away to government, right? That they're not in control of or something like that. So they want to be in control of their lives in a lot of different arenas. They want to be in control of their finances. They don't want the IRS taking more of their taxes. Right, right, right. They want to have control over things. They want to have more autonomy. And yet healthcare, mm. that's why it's the paradox to me. Mm-hmm. I said that's a perfect word. I'm going. You want this in so many other areas. Why Why is it that that healthcare yeah. is Fort Knox that that thinking is not allowed to invade you know, in your Jeff, brain? Why is that? You know, Jeff, I'm going to, and then, you know, we'll, and we can even wind it down, but yeah. I think you're, 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 as I listen to you to say, I agree with what you're saying and I would have an opinion on it. I mean, I think part of it is you said, as you said before, we've kind of been, 
you know, it's that learned helplessness, you know, the yeah. elephant that you tie his leg up to the unmovable post. And, and then eventually he, you know, they put a string around his ankle and he think he can't get away because they're control. We've, we've kind of over the generations here, we've kind of falsely believed that, you know, um, that medical model is our best bet at health. And so just do whatever they say. Matter of fact, it even talks about this in the book. There was a couple kind of early things that happened in public health that, that the medical model got credit for, like refrigeration and, you know, clean water. And so people like, Hey, look at that. You know, people used to die all the time and now they're not. And so look what medicine did. Now the research has caught up with that and said, well, it actually wasn't because of the drugs. It was because people weren't drinking, you know, feces in their water and stuff like that. Okay. Here's my point. It made me think about something, Jeff, you said, uh, made me think about schools, right? And, and, and what I mean by that is we've handed over in many ways, our kids to a school system. Agreed. And Agreed. we've said, you, tell, you teach them what you want to teach them. Yeah. We trust that the books you're going to give them are the books they should. That's how they should do math. They should learn this version of history. They should have this perspective on so many things. It's, it's, right. it's weird, Jeff. Once you've handed off authority and you've reconciled in your mind that by doing that, it was good. Yeah. You are in a dangerous place. Yeah. If I expect yeah. my, you know, kids to be raised by a television and a, and a public school system, I, I'm just throwing out a conversation yeah. yep. and I'm not aware of the risks associated with that. I'm only reading half the equation. I'm thinking back at Dr. Kate. She was said, Hey, if you're going to go down I four, know it's dangerous and prepare for it. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna, yeah. if you know, we need to know the reality that you know, maybe the, the, the school system in maybe certain areas is pretty tough. Okay. Mm -hmm. In fact, it talks about this in the book, Jeff. It says, is there areas in the United States that you can get a phenomenal education? It says, yes. Is there areas that are disastrous? Yes. Sure. Okay. Sure. So in healthcare, is there certain things in healthcare that maybe are beneficial? Sure. It's a small percentage of the healthcare picture, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. The greater picture that we need to look at is, like you said, Jeff, what are the things that we need to take personal responsibility for? Our health being paramount. Right, right. Raising our kids and our families right. and ourselves are paramount. You know, Jeff, when you're talking, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'm going to turn it, just as we wind this down, Jeff, I'm going to turn it on you. If you were sitting with a couple, uh, you do marriage counseling, right? Some of what you do. Yes. And if you were sitting there couples, sure. and, and you're working with a couple and they're both, they're talking about their marriage, but they're talking about it in like, I don't know what the term is, third person, like as if like as if they have nothing to do with the nature of their relationship. Yeah. Maybe you've had that. <laughs> so uh, They don't stay that way for long. But wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Sometimes, they, yeah, it is weird. It, it if, is weird. If they were in there like, well, you know, I mean, I don't know. We got married. It's not working. What are you going to do? Like, what do you mean? What are you going to do? Who do you, who, who, I'm looking at what you're going to do. But, 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 and Jeff, you're, you're almost to that point. They could almost probably uh, propaganda us to start to begin to believe that our relationship failures aren't our fault. I got unlucky. I didn't get Prince Charming or I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't speak to that for a second, Jeff. I mean, you maybe don't quite see it yet, but maybe you're seeing stages of that where yeah, people yeah. are not taking responsibility for the relationships yes, anymore. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I do. It's it's always a question of expectations. What did you expect to, some, to, you know, to have going into something for sure? And um you know, I, what I try to do with people is, is I like to use the word excavation on that end. And, and it's excavating their lives, their thinking, their whatever, not for the purpose of shaming them. Because when you excavate, you find bones, right? You find some, you find some, some relics that are not always, uh, <laughs> it's not gold, if you will. And, and it's acknowledgement. I, like, I always tell people, I say, look, you know, every family of origin has some level of dysfunctionality. Ben, our kids are going to say that about our families one day. And I pray it's the minimalist right. amount of things possible. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't say that to dishonor any family. 
Right. What am I what am I saying when I say that? I'm saying that families have ways of doing things. The families that we grew up in did think they were doing the best with the resources that they had. But it doesn't mean that it was always healthy. Sure. Okay. The way we did conflict resolution, maybe the way we did this, maybe we could have communicated better, that sort of thing. And it's one first of all, we have to acknowledge that. We gotta acknowledge our past and we have to acknowledge that we have I use the words privilege and responsibility to be the gatekeepers. You know, in my in, in, in this context, as you're talking, we're talking about a husband and a wife who are building the marriage they want to have. They are the gatekeepers. They are the only ones responsible and with that privilege that decides if those old habits in those forms that they learned them growing up in the families of origins make it in, you know, to the safety inside of that fence right there. They're the gatekeepers. And so it's not my job to do that. It's not somebody else's job to Health do that. Health is the same way. Health is the same exact way. So when I, when I and, and to paraphrase, you know, if I was going to solve the healthcare paradox that this book is saying, please I think, do. Well, I think we're using, <laughs> I think we're using the same words. They're just, you know, smarter than I am. So they use fancier sounding words. Sure. But what we really, what solves the healthcare paradox is actually what you just said, a very fundamental understanding and perspective that you have a, you are the master of your, you know, what's that Invictus poem, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know, the master of your fate, you yeah, know, and I'm not being yeah. right. to- totally here, but right. Right. you have a lot of influence and impact on your health you do. and you need to understand the magnitude of that yeah. and take yeah. full authority of that in your life Yeah, from the foods that you eat to your social circle, to the way you manage stress, to the healthcare providers you decide to put in that paradigm. Right. Okay. Right. And to the to the more degree, so I love it, Jeff. It's not about you know I have to work out eight hundred hours a day and I need to eat perfect. I mean, do those things or don't do those sure, things. Sure. Sure. The, but the primary to that, right? It's like when you're working with couples. There's no perfect way for them to relate to each other. I mean, everybody's, everybody's different. different. And so not with just your health, people, right? I don't know. Some yeah. of you might need to go run marathons. Some of you might want to just go on a brisk walk. With, you know, sure, looking at nature. Sure. Some of you might want to go swimming in the ocean. Some of you want to go rollerblading. I don't care. Sure. But when you start to take authority in your life for your, for your health, you say, hey, I got a body God's given me to take care of. I'm going to steward it the best that I can. I'm not looking for anybody else to do that for me because it's not their job. And so I'm going to do it. And hey, if I end up in a real pickle, whatever that is, right? And I, and I choose to use, you know, dive into some other people's expertise, i.e. healthcare model of some model, some reason, I'm going to evaluate those things because I'm the one in control again, right? I'm going to say, you know, if Jeff, if you picked me up, remember when, you know, you change your, I remember when I was growing up, my parents would say, hey, don't ever, you know, if you're out and you're doing something you shouldn't be doing and somebody's in a car and, you know, they're not safe to drive, you know, give us a call, we'll pick you up. Yes, or, you know, yes, right, that kind yes, of thing. yes. You were, you were, you were saying, hey, understand in these situations, there's some risks you might not be aware of. I don't want you to be in a bad situation yeah, or yeah, don't ever be alone yeah. with somebody. You, you have know, an out, rules, essentially, right? right? Is what they were saying, yeah. So, you know, in healthcare, you know, you may, you may find yourself in a situation where somebody's giving you a diagnosis, somebody's yeah. labeled you, somebody's, you know, made a recommendation of something for you. Yeah. Just know, like you said, Jeff, great word. You got an out. Yeah. You got an out. Your out is, you can say, hey, no thanks. Yeah. You're out yeah. is I can investigate this further. I can get some more research. I can read yeah. a couple books. Yeah. I can try some lifestyle things. I can change my entire lifestyle. I totally. don't care. I can do nothing and ride it out and go with it. You know, I agree. So, you know, I guess as uh, the book hit me, Jeff, because, and I wanted to bring it to viewers again, it's called the health, the American uh, healthcare paradox. It's a little bit of a textbook read. So I don't know if the listeners would love to read it. Yeah, but I think you did a good paraphrase but on it. So yeah. as we, as you, as you think about it, I don't want you to be confused. It's actually not that confusing. We just have to stop calling healthcare the procedures we use at the end, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the people dying on the bottom of the hill and throwing pills at them yeah. and realize 
there was a lot that led up to that yeah. in most of the yeah. cases. Yeah. And when we actually begin to properly emphasize that importance in healthcare and give that the 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 due that it deserves, if that's the right word, the the you know, the importance that that deserves, mm-hmm. right? Um, you remember, I remember when Billy Graham passed away. He had said, and I'm assuming this was real, and somebody had forwarded it to me kind of towards the end of his life, he had written like his three regrets or something like that. Did you ever see that, Jeff? No, I hadn't seen it. Uh-huh. And I'm just trying to recall them from memory. But one of them that I remember was he said, essentially, and I think this is where a lot of us as parents would land. He said, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids. Mm. He says, when I look back, he said, I did a lot of tremendous things and life was a great journey. He said, but did I need to do every one of those trips? Yeah. Did yeah. I need to do, okay, right. So yeah. part of it was, I mean, here's my reason I'm saying this is, and then another one that he said was, I wish I would have, um, is what he said. I wish I would have spent more time instead of just preparing for sermons. I wish I would have spent more time just talking to God myself, right. And getting ministered to myself. I was always getting ready to, you know, preach somewhere else. Yeah. And so what I hear in those is I just wish I would have put more emphasis on certain things that were actually equally as important, yeah, right? Yeah, I remember yeah. my pastor saying one time, he said, he, I was just asking him some life advice, and he had said, you know, Ben, you know, your 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 wife only has one husband, your kids only have one dad, and, and you're the one, right? The church is going to have a lot of pastors, so, you know, that was his point. You know, they're going to have a pastor before me and after me, so it doesn't really matter about me, but my kids only have <laughs> one dad and one, you know, one, 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 you know, husband. And so when we look at health, Jeff, what was re- what I would pray for a listener to here today is realize the absolute and critical impact and influence your daily lifestyle choices. And that's beyond, by the way, just what you eat and exercise. There's a lot of things that go into that. Your social network, your mental health, your faith, all these things, right? So I'm not just saying like, whoa, get adjusted. Yeah, get adjusted. Sure. Great. Okay. I I just mean value wellness for what it is. Yeah a major player yep. in your vital vital vitality. Yep. Yep. And then by the way actually and I mean this nicely as I nicely as again kind of downplay the role that medicine plays in your life cuz it's not as great as you think. Yeah. You know, if you're just holding out for the next drug surgery or genetic test to be I'm just saying you're not going to be satisfied and you've missed the boat. Yep. Yep. You know, if you're just going to, you know, wait for your marriage to magically heal by some marriage seminar, you know, because you went there one time and you took notes and you're going to come back and have the same crap behavior. I mean, I don't know. Do people do that, Jeff? Is that the thing? I'm, I hear <laughs> yeah. you shaking your head. I don't sure mean to set do. you up. Yeah, like that, but right? they did. We do it in every arena. Come on, man. It's all over the place. Let's not do it. Ben, real quick. Yeah. One, I'm going to give you my top and I'm going to give you yours. And this okay. is going to end the show right here. Okay, we talked earlier about dysfunctionalities of families just as a parallel. You're going to make well, me name my dysfunction of my no, family? No, I'm not going to do that. No, because your kids don't like when you talk about them on the thing, so I'm not going to do true. that. No, I'm going to give you mine, but you're of the number one dysfunctionality that you think um, has come out of healthcare. In other words, the number one thing that we used to believe or we used to oh, do in healthcare okay. that we have now have changed, I'm going to say what we referenced on a previous episode that doctors used to believe that cigarettes were a good thing, right? What is your number one thing that you would say, man, that was a dysfunctionality just to prove to the listener right there that healthcare is not perfect and the model will continue to change. It must continue to change. And so it's okay to question that model. What do you got for me, man? <laughs> that's actually a harder question in a sense because there's I'll a lot of things on the spot, we're brother. doing right now that I'm like, well, this one just not publicly known yet. Like cholesterol is going to be one of those things okay. that's going to get thrown at us. Okay. Um, the way we treat mental health with pharmaceuticals Agreed. is going to be woken yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Yeah. The way we do our, our, our veterans, you know, post trauma. I know yep. you're in yep. that world. Yep. Of course. Yep. However, Agreed. just in fairly recently, Jeff, I mean, sooner than we'd like to believe, I mean, 
we're not that far removed where we used to treat, you know, uh, bloodletting. We would do bloodletting, right? Yep. We used to drill holes in people's heads yes. for mental health, right? Yes. To let the demons yes. out, okay? Yes. And yes. when I say not yes. that long ago, I'm talking, you know, 100 some years yeah. ago. Probably 150, 100 uh, okay. less, maybe something like that. So, yeah. uh -huh. you know, the way we used to strap women in beds, you know, for giving birth. For giving birth, yeah. Right? The way we yeah. used to, they would, you know, post-surgeries, they used to not, they would not let people move around post-surgery because yeah. they yeah. said, now it's how yeah. fast can we get them moving? Well, how about the one, yeah, I'm thinking it was World War II times. I have to give you a bonus one yeah. here where they didn't wash surgical instruments. Yeah. That might have been World War One actually. I'm thinking it was, oh, we don't have time. It's not worth it. It's not worth the energy. Well, it's got, you know what they're doing? They're infecting the next guy. They're having more amputations, I can't things remember, like that. You know? well, a lot of it came out of the birth world too, Jeff, where, yeah. and this was, this is, <laughs> this is what's yeah, interesting. That's a good, you like that Be, question. Well, huh? because, <laughs> they, this was it revealed something yeah. when they started finding out that um, what was happening doctors I mean I talked this on a recent episode doctors yeah. were going from you know basically working on cadavers and then delivering babies yes. and yes. they were carrying yes. infection you know yes. carrying you know path whatever stuff yeah. to the thing and, and moms and babies were dying yeah. mostly moms and they said um, and it's and, and I can't remember the exact amount of time Jeff but that was so massively resisted because because the this is the way they described it historically, the pride of the physicians to believe that anything they were doing was hurting anybody. Wow. So they wouldn't even acknowledge wow. that it's possible that what they're doing. And so that actually, it triggered it in my mind because that's a lot. It's hard for us to believe that cholesterol drugs are doing more harm than good. It's hard for us to believe antidepressants yeah. are doing more harm yeah. than good. Yeah. It's hard for us to believe that our approach to medicine is doing more harm than good, even yeah. though evidence continues to mount up and say that. Yeah. So what's yours? You told me. You well, know. I said the cigarettes one, and I was oh, also yeah, saying sorry. the washing the surgical instruments. But here's the point to the listener, okay? We named for you three, four, five things between Ben and I that we, in the recent past, that now we look at, and Ben, we would use the word passionately. That's insane. Right. That's insane. Here, I think what your argument is on some of these other things is, may we not discount that there are things we're doing today that in a short time from now, we're going to look back and go, oh my gosh, that's insane. So you better question the model. I just thought of one that way. Would you want it, Jeff? Thalidomide. Thalidomide for morning sickness <laughs> that had, yeah. right? That, that, that we have a whole generation of children that were born deformed, right? Without arms and feet. And yeah. because of a pill that we gave moms for morning sickness. Yeah. And so this goes beyond, this is where Jeff, but, this is but so But maybe it had some effect on the morning sickness, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, but maybe, yeah. Maybe, it, yeah maybe, maybe not now, but it's no right. longer on the market. And so people say, well, hey, it's your choice. It's, it's your you know choice. But when those choices, Ugh. when you've been manipulated and told those were safe, effective, yada, yada, yeah. and now it's not even on the market anymore. Yeah. And again, we look at that and we go, that's insane. All right, there's more to come. Hey, if you're out there listening, we love to hear your feedback. Thanks for your support as always. And if you've got topics that you want us to cover in a future episode, reach out. We'd love to connect and we'll catch you next week on Design to Heal. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now imagine a new normal you get to decide when you understand your body's amazing design. Connect with us today by visiting AchieveWellness.clinic and join us on the mission by sharing this episode with someone you love.